Hello and welcome to the Learn How to See Better podcast, the only podcast out there known to actually improve your vision the longer you listen. This is your host, Drew Davis, and I'm glad you've joined me here today. I can't wait to share some great information with you about how to improve your health, wealth, and relationships. So let's get right down to it, shall we? Hey everyone, it is Drew Davis and I am back with you today for another episode of the Learn How to See Better podcast. And in today's episode, I want to talk about how to learn how to believe better. Yes, how to learn how to believe better because that's like a, a type of seeing if you really think about it. You know the saying how it goes, seeing is believing. Well, maybe believing is really seeing because I think that the way that you believe has a lot to do with the way that you See, and if you believe that things are going to turn out a certain way, then guess what? That's your viewpoint of the world. And uh, learning how to actually believe better, I think, comes from um, the simple fact of understanding that all of your beliefs are learned. They're actually taught to you, and you don't you don't just really develop them just out of thin air, you know. And and that's that's one thing I, I learned. Um, about this statement, you know, that, that all believe all your beliefs are learned, you know, being able to learn this in my actual life and, and understanding it, I think really came after some time because I go back and think about several different instances where I had certain beliefs about the way the world work. I had certain beliefs about what a person should do in certain, uh, in certain situations. I had certain beliefs about what you could and could not achieve as I went through the world and I realized that as I had some of these limiting thoughts or limiting beliefs, there were all things that had been, you know, imposed on me in one way or another by society, um, you know, by the people that you're hanging around. And I mean, it, it can be so, um, it can be so, uh, it can be so unexpected. It will hit you in the, in the most random times. Let's take as an example, it's, five o'clock on Friday of a three-day weekend and you couldn't get out of the office early and now you're sitting in traffic with everybody else and it's the middle of the summer. It's, you know, call it 4th of July weekend and it's hot and you're stuck in gridlock traffic and somebody, you know, cuts you off when, you know, just this tiny little space between cars open and they jump in front of you and slam on your brakes and, you know, you feel like, and a lot of times you can feel your your the heat in your body just run through your veins as you think about how you want to respond or what you want to say to this person that just ever so rudely cut you off or even do to them right and and you see this sometimes we've seen instances of road rage where somebody may actually jump out and attempt to cause harm to somebody else over being cut off on the road and you think okay what really drives that did, did someone really get hurt or truly offended by that simple you know incourteous traffic act well the answer of course is no but there are certain beliefs that a person has um, that would cause a situation where they might act in a certain way like hey you know this person disrespected me and I'll just not have that right and they might go take action and then I think that you know when you want to really step back and analyze the situation trying to view it from all angles and if you were the individual that felt like hey I'm going to go 
let somebody know about themselves because they, they did me wrong in this way. I think that as we go and make that decision, it's important to pause and think, is this way of thinking serving me or robbing me? Because in all reality, you can fill in what serving me or robbing me is. I mean, you know, in the case of road rage, you, you know, jump out of your car and go, you know, choking somebody out. Next thing you know, you could be getting robbed of your freedom if, uh, if you take it that far. But, you know, in general, the beliefs you have, I know, um, I was, I was taking my, uh, kids out to dinner the other night and, um, we we were sitting and there were some people talking at the, at the table over and, you know, unfortunately the, the language wasn't the best out of these individuals. And, you know, luckily my kids weren't paying too much attention and I kept hearing the people, uh, in, in their conversation talking about someone else and saying, that's what you get. That's what you get. Just this real harsh, like they sounded like they were in a lot of pain. You know, they'd been wronged by someone and they were sounding exciting excited that that whoever this person is that possibly wronged them was now getting what they deserved and i thought wow you know that's a very interesting you know perspective to think you know that's what you get um i think it's a tricky one i think it's a tricky one cuz i'm a, i'm a parent of young kids and i've seen them you know do things that you know it's like right after you told them to do something they go and do it and you know maybe they bump their head or something right and that's one of those perfect scenarios where you're, that's what you get and and you really think about that and it, if you pause for a moment you say okay consider for a moment that line of thinking and that belief that if someone does something that's against what they ought to know better, that that there's a punishment waiting for them that we should cheer for. That's what you get. And it's just those little things. It's like, okay, that, that thought pattern, is that serving you or robbing you? You know, that's for you to decide. You tell me, right? Um, but the fact that, that the beliefs we have are learned trickles into more than just personal and social interaction. I remember one time um, when I, you know, first got out of school, I was making a decent buck. And I remember um, finding out that a colleague I was working with actually had her master's and she was making about 20% more than me. And I thought, wow, go figure. If I go and, you know, upgrade my regular bachelor's to a master's, I can make an extra 20%. And, um, I also remembered hearing as I got my career going, well, if you really want to get the big bucks, you need to get a degree and a certification and this and this and this and this and this. And hearing this from my peers, not knowing better or looking to find out on my own from my own experience, if this was legit or not, I would find instances where I would start to believe that, gosh, I guess I, I can only succeed so far in my career financially because, you know, I don't have that upper level degree. I don't have you know, a, a master's, uh, I don't have a PhD and how unfortunate to not just work, con you know, if you fall in that trap it, and don't consider just perfecting your craft and becoming an expert at what you're hired to do. Uh, one of my mentors told me recently, and I, and I love this phrase because it's so true that we really can cut aside all the BS and just really get down to the, to the, nitty gritty. And the fact of the matter is this quote here, results are your certification. I think that quote right there is something that speaks volumes because, you know, at the end of the day, all the different accolades and everything else really don't mean 
diddly if you don't have uh, the results. You want to know how I know? <laughs> uh, when I think back to childhood and the, and the sports that that I used to, to watch, I watched a lot of football and I would root for, for the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, the Buffalo Bills in the early 90s were like no other team. And from my perspective, they were the only team that had won an AFC championship four years in a row. Pretty amazing, right? Only one problem. They went to the Super Bowl the very next game and they lost all four Super Bowls. So they're also the only team that's lost all four Super Bowls in recent history. So um, <laughs> you think of that scenario as it pertains to uh, beliefs and how we can can frame data in, it, in its proper context. Um, we, we just have to make sure we understand and, and look at the world through the right through the right lenses. Um, so having a belief that you can only go so far or do so well or achieve certain things because other people say so um, doesn't really line up. And, and I think the travesty here is it can affect the way that we think about our future, right? If you believe that, oh, well, you know, I don't come from money, so I won't ever be successful, that's a limiting belief that'll hold you back. You have to learn and understand or, or let life give you the feedback that this is not the case, my friends. Uh, some people may feel that, you know, I might have had a parent um, with a substance abuse problem, so I'm doomed to be an addict. Oh, no, please don't. Please don't fall into the trap of thinking or believing that way based on those prior uh, experiences in your life. Okay, there might be a propensity that exists there for there to be that opportunity, but it does not have to end up that way. It, it makes me think of the, the story that's, you know, famous. You hear about two twin boys, um, you know, that were separated. Their dad was a drunk and they find and catch up with these two boys, you know, decade or two later, uh, a couple of decades later. Now they're, you know, both grown men and they go and talk to you know, one guy who's extremely successful, runs multiple businesses, doing very well in his life. And they say, you know, how do you attribute you know, all your success? You know, you're, you're, you know, you've got so much going for you. And they say, and the guy says, what do you think? What would you expect of me? My dad was an alcoholic. I was never going to be like my dad. And send, so then they go and find the, the other brother. And as you might imagine, if I haven't, you know, blown the story yet, they go and find the other, and he's, you know, he's a, he's a bumbling, stumbling drunk, just like his pappy. And they catch up with him and say, you know, what do you have to say for yourself? You've made nothing of yourself. You're just, a, you know, blubbering drunk, right? And his response is, guess what? You guessed it. No different than his brothers. What would you expect? My dad was an alcoholic. How would you expect me to turn out? And it all has to do with beliefs. And so those beliefs are learned, but they can be reframed in the proper context to take um, something that can be viewed uh, in one way as a complete negative and also be spun around into a complete positive. I gave you the, the football example, right? Some people might believe that, oh, this team's garbage. They haven't ever won a Super Bowl. And I'd say, hey, that's a pretty tough feat to be the champion of your conference for four years in a row. It's all how you frame um, that data. Um have you ever talked to someone that, uh, you know, uh, just got out of a divorce and, and they say, you know, you say, oh, you know, how are you doing? Oh, I just got divorced. What do you see it say next to them? Do you say, oh, I'm so sorry for, you know, it ended that way. <laughs> right. Because, you know, the fact of the matter is love it or hate it. I mean, a lot of people are quite excited 
to have it finally be over at the end of divorce. I've actually been corrected. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear it. What are you talking about? It's time to celebrate. I never felt more free. And da, 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 da. But I had, in, in my mind, a belief that any divorce had to be bad. And maybe not bad is the word, maybe you know, painful. I, I could imagine there must be some of that, um, but maybe not necessarily bad. Um, so again, it's just how you frame the beliefs you have. And I think why, what makes that particularly relevant is this scenario here. If you think that any particular circumstance in your life is going to have a uh, encumbering effect on uh, your success in the future or limiting uh, your ability to grow and reach your maximum potential, then it's unfortunate uh, if you have a, a belief that, that says, you know, I'm maxed out or I'm going to be capped or I'm going to be limited in what I can do. That's just not the case. Because if you believe that more is possible, that more is better, then you're going to be positioned to have a way and style of thinking that does th serve you. If you believe when you see a problem that the, that the way to look at the problem is how can I solve this problem versus I can't get past this obstacle. Those are two drastically different beliefs. So one person sees obstacle and says, I can't move forward. Another person sees an obstacle and says, how can I get past this obstacle? They're the person saying, I'll go above it, around it, I'll go through it if I have to. But they're thinking about solving problems. And it's, it's so common in this day and age for uh, people to, to run up against some obstacles and say, I can't. And, you know, I've been taught can't means don't want to. Right. You know, can we really not do something or do we just not want to? Because the older we get, we find that uh, once <laughs> once we're adults, we pretty much do what we want to uh, within the confines of the law, of course. And even then, there's people that do what they want to outside the confines of the law. And we see kind of how that that ends up going. But all I'm hoping to do is is wake everyone up a little bit to get to a point where if life you find life in the scenarios that you go through and the experiences you're learning from, um, give you something that just kind of rubs you the wrong way. Don't be so afraid to challenge, to, to, to take the actual feelings and sensations you're getting in your mind, your head, your heart, your gut, and to say, hey, you know, this is that part of introspection where I was talking about, the, the multiple ways you can learn how to see better. This is in that introspection category. You have to take a deeper look within yourself and, and kind of really analyze what you're experiencing. If, you, if you're just real feeling bad about a particular decision you made or uh, the way something sits with you, maybe it's a certain event or news um, th that affects your life. If you're not, if you're resonating at like a hostile or anxious frequency, it's a fair game to ask the questions this way thinking and I'm thinking, is it actually helping me out or is it hurting me in some way? Because if somebody does you wrong, is, is an easy example, right? Uh, says something about you, you know, slanders your name, spreads a rumor, and you're just fuming at the bit and you can't wait to, you know, do something to them or get back at them or, right, right that wrong, an eye for an eye. It's like, I, I, I get it. it. It's kind of a natural way to think. I, I I think revenge is, 
you know, somewhat feels natural. You hit me, I hit you back. But, you know, the way of thinking, will it really serve you or rob you of the opportunity to potentially solve the real issue between two people or maybe solve um, the real challenges that might be uh, taking place in a relationship between a couple of people? Um, so when you, when you look at the beliefs that you have in your life, if you find that you either... Um, aren't feeling good about your uh, past or your present or your future, a lot of that's defined by your beliefs. You know, you believe a certain way about uh, the past, right? Um, You've taken the actions. Your, Your best thinking has led you to exactly where you are right now. So we're all pretty much where we're supposed to be in life. So if you find that you're not happy with where you're at, and you look to your past and find discontent there, there are likely some beliefs in your world that you have learned that have not been serving you up until this point. And I'd even go as far as to say now is not really a time to you know either cry over spilled milk or beat yourself up about what those results are. It's rather an opportunity to dig deep, look within, and ask that question. What am I thinking about? Is the way that I think helping me or hurting me? Is it bringing me up or taking me down? And and you're going to know deep down inside what the answer is. And that's where uh, you can start the process of just asking more questions. Um, You may have some beliefs installed that aren't serving you, but you don't know what the right thing to believe is. But you can start the process of asking questions and and, and digging deep uh, within. Uh, Sometimes you just might need to sleep on it. Answers will be revealed. So that would be something that I think could benefit us all, learning how to believe better. We all have beliefs that have hindered us in one way or another. Uh, If we're not living our best life ever, chances are we have some beliefs that have come from somewhere, and they're more than likely coming from people that have cared about you or love you, but it doesn't mean that someone can't be sincere and incorrect, right? You know? Um, so that's, uh, just a little something I wanted to share with everyone because it's one of the things I've been thinking a lot about lately as I look to level up with my own goals and aspirations. Uh, a lot of what I believe is possible is based on things that I've learned. So I need better input so I can have better beliefs about myself. And that would be the number one thing I would suggest anyone out there struggling with their belief for a better life, a better way, a better happiness, better relationships. Uh, it's going to start with some new programming um, to really give you better perspective on how to see better, how to believe better, right? Uh, because the two go hand in hand. I want you to develop some better beliefs about um, your outlook on life. That's when I think there's going to be... Um, more fuel for your fire to actually go and begin to pursue your goals with a little more gusto, a little more fervor. So with that, I will go ahead and leave everyone for this episode. And until next time, keep looking to level up and learn how to see better. Life's great on the other side. You just have to give yourself a moment and the proper opportunity to realize it. Take care, everyone. Talk soon. All right. That was some great content, wasn't it? Why, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) This is your host, Drew Davis, and I want to thank you for listening to the Learn How to See Better podcast today. 
And don't forget to subscribe and tune in for future episodes and be sure to share with a friend if you are enjoying this content. Thanks and see you next time.